Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Discord makes you quiet and I can't hear anymore. Uh, well, at, at that point, uh, we were laughing so hard because Ruben was laughing so hard. Uh, I bumped we, my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we'll, we'll just go ahead and jump in because we've already did our conversation. Welcome, everybody, to Two Towns Over. Welcome to all, all of our uh, loyal twoies. And, um, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Let's not. It's, Let's agree right now to not, huh? Okay. What's up, all of our banjo and twoies out there? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, oh God. Oh, it's, there is a weird fucking vibe going on. I may be getting high off propane. My fellow twoies. Yes. <laughs> Not to be confused with the chewies. <clears throat> but. Friends. Romans. Kazooies. <laughs> so. Ask not what your banjo can do for you. <laughs> but ask what your twoie can do for your country. <laughs> so. It seems hilarious to me that. In the last month, after we have decided to drop the Urban Legends from our name, um, we have done more Urban Legend episodes than uh, we have probably in the past year almost. So, this week um, is our first uh, that was uh, researched by our new research assistant, Leanne. So, haha, fuck you, Ruben. He did. I did it. Thanks, Leanne. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> and we gave her free reign. No, yeah, Le- Leanne did a fucking awesome yeah, job researching she, this. We had to beat up Don so he'd remember your no, name. I blame it on the gas leak. We jumped him in the parking lot after school. It was awesome. <laughs> but let's be honest. Uh, do we not remember <laughs> when we first started our Patreon, that one name I could never get right? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do remember yeah. that. What I can't even remember what you would call. I don't remember. Uh, I don't. I don't remember either. either. Go back and yeah. listen. It's a lot yeah, of them. Go all the way back to the beginning. It was like Lily something. Maco. Yeah. Don't try anyway. right now. It, we'll embarrass ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so we gave Ashley uh, our our subject list of all the things that we. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. We gave me. Guys, I'm pushing 50, okay? Leave me alone. So. 
Okay. We gave Leanne our subject list and let her choose. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it was just it's just that every time you do it, it's so confident. <laughs> oh okay. Let me wipe my tears away. And we'll go for another take. <laughs> Alright. Oh my god. So- Okay. We gave Leanne a copy of our <sighs> subject list of all the list subjects that we had written down and let her choose. For the most part, she had free reign of what she wanted. And uh, what she wanted to do was the urban legend of La Yalona. And I probably butchered that. I've been trying all week to say it correctly, and then I fucked it up. La Yalona. There you go. Uh, or the weeping woman. There it is. So... Um, we're going to get started with the legend of uh, what's called the, the either the white woman or the woman in white, which is also a variant of probably one of the <laughs> most. Um, yes, we're going to talk about Karens today. Um, Avatar, I was, the I was last. Say, I, I work in retail. This is woman. the scariest possible story for me. Um, yes. And she asked to speak to the manager. <laughs> but um, so. As her head bobbed at you, so did her bob. <laughs> so, um, oh my God, the energy is fucked. So, so what we're going to do first <laughs> is it. we're going to actually discuss what's probably one of the most perennial uh, urban legends out so much so that the, the definitive book on urban legends was called The Vanishing Hitchhiker. So let's go with that first. Ah, yes. So the vanishing hitchhiker, here's the story. A man is driving alone, a lonely stretch of road in the dead of night when he picks up a young, lovely young hitchhiker, only to find after a while that she has disappeared from the back seat, leaving her jumper behind in the process. When he tries... Sweater. He tries... Quick question. Why? Why? Why are they always lovely and young? Because no one would pick up an old, ugly bitch. Uh, see, That's... here's the thing. Uh, two towns over does not condone uh, this type of inflammatory language. No, um, it's, bitch, I, uh, it's like it's oh, it's never like. Listen here, bitch. Listen here. I don't listen. I, you don't talk inflammatory language, motherfucker. Everything that comes out your mouth is inflammatory. So don't even. I mean, he's right, though. Um, <laughs> I made him do fucking Elmer Fudd just now. Um, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, like, it's never just lovely. It's always pretty young thing or a lovely young woman. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? It's weird that we d- chose it's, to do that well, with language. So I think that it it comes from choosing the most unassuming, like innocent demographic. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it really plays up to is innocence. Yeah, like like the women and children <clears throat> angle yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like the the black eyed kids. 
that we talked about like whatever a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and or it is an old woman or it's a young woman but usually the yeah, old yeah. woman it perceived to be non-threatening yeah. is what it, it was what they really mean a hitchhiker who was perceived to be non-threatening is what it might as well say yeah yeah you're right you're right he's right but yeah, most of the times the story, I mean, it ends differently in different places, but most of the time the story ends with the guy finding the address somehow and trying to return the jumper, whatever the hell that is. And um, it's a sweater. Okay. Yeah, it's so that's English well, for a so sweater. and then when he like one of those oversized sort of rainy weather sweaters. Yeah. So, and then when he returns, tries to return it and says, your daughter or whoever left it, they're like, our daughter's been dead for 15 years. But, but yeah, so. My favorite version of that joke is that, is the John Mulaney one where he's like, that bathroom's been closed for 40 years. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, the the Vanishing Hitchhiker falls into the. The, the bigger urban legend, uh, or not urban legend, but um, legend of uh, the white lady or the lady in white or woman in white, um, which is literally just a female ghost. Um, uh, according to Wikipedia, she's typically dressed in a white dress or similar garment uh, as opposed to, you know, being in mauve or fuchsia, which would just make things weird. Uh, sure. Reportedly seen in rural areas. Or puce. Yeah. Uh, reportedly seen in rural areas. She's wearing a lovely seafoam green. <laughs> yes, with purple <laughs> hair. Uh, and associated with local legends of tragedy. Uh, white lady legends are found in many countries around the world. Commonly to many of these legends is an accidental death, uh, murder, or suicide, and the theme of loss betrayed by a husband or fiancé and or unrequited love. So that is kind of the overarching. We kind of went with the wider but probably the most popular um white lady or lady in white is uh la llorona <laughs> i know i keep saying white lady every time you just you it's so funny <laughs> man we, this podcast really has everything it's got a brown man it's got a white yeah. lady so we need a red we got black eyed kids <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. You forgot about the brown man? <laughs> I did. I did. There he is. He's just a brown man. <laughs> a full stop. <laughs> I remember expecting another word to come, and it never did. Yeah. <clears throat> so, again, we want to uh, thank Leanne for uh, her <laughs> research. And, again, she did far better research than I think all three of us ever could. So, uh, yeah, and I was planning to like kind of redo, you know, make a script out of it, but the way she wrote it is pretty much, you know, good. So La Llorona, uh, also known as the weeping woman, the woman in white, or the screaming lady or the crier, uh, is a story often told to inspire children to behave or as a precautionary tale to keep children from wandering the streets after dark or to scare them into staying away from dangerous waterways or bodies of water. So, um, so he's the boogeyman yeah, or La Chupacabra. <laughs> completely different thing there, Ruben. You're in the right country, but... Uh, no, but I mean in the, in the sense that 
It's a story that you tell kids to keep them inside in their beds at night. Yeah, kind of yep. like Teke Teke was, or not Teke Teke, or uh, Kuchisakayona. Uh, when we did the Japanese urban legends. Yeah, yeah. Just the, you know, don't get, yeah. The exactly. one who gets <clears throat> frightened by candy, I think, was her thing. If you offered her candy or something, she'd run away. I can't remember now. God, that was two years ago now. So, uh, so La, La Llorona yeah. uh, is wow. a folktale told, uh, folklore tale told through Mexico, the southwestern states of North America, South America, and Central America as well. Now, the story is of a vengeful spirit of a mother who drowns her own children. Now, the reason depends on the version of the story that you choose to believe, which Reuben and Josh will be none of them. So. <laughs> Correct, sir. So, she's always described as a young woman blessed with natural beauty. So, there you go again, Reuben, with long black hair. Uh-huh, see? Sometimes she's said to be wearing a long white dress. Now, there are several different explanations for the dress, such as she would go dancing every night in this dress, and besides her natural beauty, the dress helped her to initially attract the attention of her love interest. You guys are going to have to bear with me a second here. Uh, God bless uh, Leanne, but she did it in like a font that my old man eyes just fucking cannot deal with. <laughs> oh, did she actually like write the whole script yeah don said he was gonna well, do like a script out of it but it's pretty it was pretty yeah. good to go oh oh wait i don't know if i can change it uh, no i can't fuck me come on wait control i you got it you I should be it. able to just highlight all and then change I the font it. i got it there we go all right all right now you can go away now you son of a monkey fucker josh <laughs> <sighs> okay, sorry. Um, so there, yeah, I've read that. Now, traditionally, the white dress is a symbol of her unending mourning of the loss of her children. Now, her story has been adapted to modern times, as she is also described as wearing all black, um, as though in a more modern mourning, because um, it's only been recently that black has been equated with with. Yeah, because we have to whitewash everything, <laughs> except yeah. for in this case, it's blackwashing. Um, other times, she's described in a tattered white dress with razor-sharp fingernails. She's also described as having red or bloodshot eyes from her constant crying or weeping. Now, the ill effects of the weeping woman also have uh, also vary, excuse me, uh, from, uh, regionally from stealing misbehaving children or their souls, killing men, causing bad luck for, and even the death of those who happen to be near her or hear her wailing. So she's a dementor. Basically, depending, again, on which story you want to believe. So the earliest documentation of the yeah. story comes from Mexico in the 1550s, but there is a theory connected, uh, connecting her as far back as the Aztec times. Now, this theory connects La Llorona's story to an wow. Aztec wow. mythology creation story Yeah, actually, that speaks of a weeping woman that constantly cries out for food. Now, this has been compared to La Llorona's nocturnal wails for her children. La Llorona is also sometimes combined with La Malinche, who is considered the mother of modern Mexican people. I am the very model of a mother. Anyways, um, La Malinche <laughs> was an Aztec woman named Mal Malinal, who also became known as Doña Marina. 
sometimes considered the mistress of the two. Oh, I've heard of Doña Marina. I've heard of. Yeah, 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 I yeah. I mean, it's essentially an Eve. Okay. One of the many, yeah. you know. Um, so sometimes considered the mistress to a conquistador, Herman Cortez. This is a common misconception as she was given to Cortez as a slave. She is the mother of her first son, although there are some variations to state she birthed twin sons, uh, only for him to marry a woman from Spanish high society. Other versions state that he wished to return to Spain with only his sons or son, and due to her anger and grief over the impending abandonment, she stabbed her own son or sons uh, to death before killing herself. She also aided in the conquest of Mexico as a translator and is sometimes considered a traitor to her Aztec heritage. Um, although there mm. is no documentation that she murdered her child or was exiled by her people. So take that with... I bet there's very little documentation, period, from Aztec times. Well, I mean, more than you would think. More than you would think, but not... Not as much as you want. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Like, like, in the future, some stories of the boogeyman will probably suffice. They, you know what they'll know about our society? They'll know that YouTube existed and was probably not great. Um, They'll know that Mothman was indescribably sexy. Yeah. And uh, they will know that furries ruled the internet for a large portion of time. I, quick tangent, I hope that when society collapses a million years from now, some future archaeologist digs up the statue of Mothman <laughs> and comes to the conclusion that he was our god that we were visited by extraterrestrial <laughs> beings who helped us build our society because there's no way we could have done it it had we had to have help from someone yeah. and now we have this statue of this alien creature yeah it must well, have yeah been. he's got wings automatically that's angel or angelic so and we all know that angels are exactly. just... Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please, God, <laughs> let the cult of Mothman become real. It, it, I mean, we're in it, so... <laughs> no, but, like, as as the dominant religion. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if that's how it would work. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I get it. I will reincarnate as many times as I need to to make sure it happens. Whatever happened to the uh, <laughs> your one? Tr- whatever happened to the lobster cult? Did that just kind of fizzle out? I think the Facebook group still exists. It's not like they were ever actually going to do it. I know, but I, what were they going to do? There's a theory that. Uh, so lobsters. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, you no, explain go ahead, it. You Don. know it better than I do. Okay, so lobsters are immortal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, relatively. Right. The only reason that lobsters die is because they get too big to properly molt their shells. Sure. So, if a large group of people were to, over many, many generations, assist a lobster in molting its shell, then we could create a super Goliath lobster that we could worship as a god. Mm-hmm. So that was the plan. I just remember I okay. stopped when when and people, there were people actually arguing about the dogma and the the commandments and the yes it was getting so dogmatic I left it too <laughs> <laughs> like it got weird 
like for a big joke page that got like a million members in the span of a few months, it got so serious so fast. That is inevitable. <laughs> um, it's like if you make people want to care about something, even as a joke, they will care about it, turns out. Uh, and when enough people care about a thing and uh, nobody has rules for it, they got they like, no, my rules are the best rules. And then there's Christianity. That's how that happened. All right. Welcome to Religion 101. Uh, I did. I actually am still in the group. I just found it again. People are still just sharing the same reposts in this group that they were yeah. years ago. God, that's been how long? That's been like a long I time. For oh, the Lobster God cult has been around for a long time. I just never knew what they were like doing. Uh, it was created in June on June twelfth, twenty twenty. Oh, so that's what it was. Is that we were just bored. People were locked in their fucking houses, so I'm going to fucking worship a lobster. Yep. <laughs> could be worse. They could have started the cult of Tiger King, but... Um, they could have done an insurrection. Yeah, they could have. <laughs> yeah, thank God that didn't happen. Um, no, yeah, no, nobody would ever no, have done something no, like no. that. Um, <clears throat> it was just a tourist visit. All right. <laughs> so back on track. So... Um, we're going to go through a couple different versions of La Llorona and um, kind of look at the differences. So the first one is probably the most famous is the Mexican version. So the story begins with a naturally ugly woman named Maria, although she was nicknamed Dogface. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm just Okay, Hogla. <laughs> <heard. kidding. laughs> it starts with a naturally beautiful woman named Maria. Uh, she had shunned away many men as she would only marry one who was equally as beautiful slash handsome as she. She wins over the ranchero and they marry and have two children. And this is sometimes said to be three children. Now, eventually, the ranchero's thoughts begin to stray. In some versions, he has an affair. In others, he is emotionally distanced as he misses his wild days on the prairie. Their children end up drowning, usually at Maria's hands, and then she drowns herself. When she finds herself at Heaven's Gates, she is denied entry without her children. This leaves her soul to wander the water looking for her children's remains. Now, in colonial Mexico, uh, in the colonial Mexican version, of Maria bears the children of a white Spaniard considered above her class, and the murder of her children is directly linked to his refusal to marry her. Now, this story varies to say that he goes back to Spain or marries another woman who's from high society. Either way, her children die She's denied access to heaven. She has to find her children. And that's what her ghost is doing, is wandering the earth uh, looking for her children. And supposedly that... Looking for her kids. Okay, I don't think that's going to go super well, given how the passage of time works. What do you mean? She's eternal. She's a ghost. So who are her kids? Yeah, but... But yeah. so the thing is... So her children are dead. Yeah, but she killed herself. She's yeah, dead, they, too. It, it never said... That it. But I'm confused about why she has to have those kids to get into heaven. Wouldn't the kids just get to go to heaven? It's it's such an arbitrary rule. It's like St. Peter's really just fucking with her. Yeah. He's like, find them kids. Yeah. And meanwhile, the kids are <laughs> under the desk. It's fucking cut to t 10 minutes before. It's like, hey, hey, Jesus, come here. 
the next person that comes up to this, just watch. <laughs> yeah, and like Jesus and the children are, I imagine that St. <laughs> Peter's desk is like huge, like yeah, Emma's yeah, desk yeah. <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z, uh-huh. and they're just behind there and they're just giggling, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's they're they're like okay you know how we looked at the people in 2008 who were hiding from rooms to go we're gonna play that game wait what? <laughs> yeah why were people yeah. hiding from rooms to go is this like a wayfair thing oh you didn't grow up poor enough oh no. they were yeah they were, they, so, <laughs> the thing is the rooms were so cool you see yeah. That you always thought, well, if I can just hide for long enough. Oh, hi. oh I see what you're saying. They'll lock up. I thought up. it was like, like. And then yeah. we can have a cool sleepover party. Oh, no, 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 I no, thought no, you no. were like. Are you talking about a different thing? No, when you, you would lease your, your furniture see, with See, that's them, what I thought. And then fall behind on the payments. And then you would have to hide when you heard a knock on the door because it was rooms to go trying to repo your gotcha. couch. Oh, 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 hiding from the repo man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times when I was 19 I uh, had to grab my roommates and be like, someone's going to knock on the door in a minute. It's Aaron's. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> tell them I'm at my mom's. I'm going to go to my room. It's like if you get a phone call. He sure spends a lot of time over there. You get a phone call from a collection agency. Well, you just missed him. And they say, you know, you answer the call, and the first thing <laughs> yeah. they say is, this is a, this call is an attempt to collect a debt, and you hang up like, oh, that's going to, all right, we'll stop now. Damn, he hung up. Fuck. Oh, well. Write it off. Yeah, I, I can tell you from firsthand experience, uh, Aaron's is persistent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So there's a, another variant from Mexico. This one is from Q- or Ciudad Chihuahua, Mexico, uh, where the woman had an illegitimate child with a man. The father drowns the child in a lake and taken by grief, the woman drowns herself in the same lake. Now, every summer, her spirit appears at the lake weeping and wailing. And if a man attempts to rescue her, she drifts further into the lake until the man is exhausted and far from shore. She throws her arms around him and pulls him down to the bottom of the lake, drowning him to avenge the death of her child while laughing. So, there's your first she's an evil spirit story. With the amount of stories about evil spirits in our general world, zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it, um, it's too many. There's... Mm -hmm. It's to every woman sh- who has ever had a child should be a ghost, apparently. <laughs> like, w- uh, it, it, I mean, we should be just, we should have boo-goo buttloads of ghosts just running around. It should be insane, the amount of we ghosts. do, Ruben. No, all right. You're just not open there to... Are. Look, I, I will get you in contact with Zach Bagans, and he will point out all the ghosts <laughs> in the most monotone, boring voice he can. Ruben. Neither us nor Zach Bagans would be happy with that. Nah, nah, I might have to. Ruben. I would slap him probably. If you look right over here, Ruben, what you'll see is that is what we call a poltergeist activity. Hold on a second, Ruben. Oh my God, I feel so much rage. I don't, I know. This again is Dr. Phil. Hey, I don't. I don't know if he really does say people's names that often, 
But uh, if you do it again, I will buy a ticket to come up just to kick you once in the shins. I- <laughs> now, now, Ruben. Now, see, we in the psychological world, we would call that uh, anger issues, and uh, you have to think, what's wrong with you, Ruben? Why do you, hey, Ruben? Hey, Dr. Phil, I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up, because I'm going to kick your bald ass up and down this fucking TV studio. <laughs> You're just angry that the freaking frogs are gay. Anyways. <laughs> so we've just got Don doing all of his impressions now. <laughs> Okay, so. (laughs) Damn. Oh, God, I'm crying. Okay. You okay, buddy? You okay? I'm I'm fine. I'm good. It's all good. I am very sorry, Leanne. It's it's not your script. It's just very weird vibe today. Um, I have not seen the sun in in two weeks. Yeah, we fucking... We hopped right into it with a weird energy, uh, like, all around yeah. today. It doesn't matter if we're 800 <laughs> miles apart. We we sync up on the weird energy every well, okay. time. So, I think it's, I think we need, a, a, like, a vacation. We've all been working more. Yeah. And also, like, I've been flip-flopping schedules. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, yeah, you unfortunately, know. Unfortunately... It's just we that time. Have, it's time yeah. for a weird energy Tuesday. We don't have whatever. any backup to take a vacation from this. So, um, so the next version, I'm fully aware of is, that, is uh, from Guatemala, which is fun to say. Guatemala. Guatemala. So, a woman in Guatemala City has an affair with a lover and becomes pregnant. She then drowns the child, so her husband will not find out. Timeout. Um, what the fuck? How'd she hide it for nine months that she was pregnant? I mean, there are stories all throughout history of women hiding pregnancies all all the way. There's a there's like a whole series about women who I don't want to say the word claim like that because it sounds like I'm accusing people. It's a real thing that can happen, but it's rarer than the TV show would have made out. For you to believe uh, that uh, women will end up in in the maternity wing of a hospital and they did not know they were pregnant until they yeah. were in labor. Yep. Like that's a, that can happen. Um, hiding it. I don't know. That seems more complicated. I mean, especially with like younger women. Yeah. It happens relatively frequently. Yep. So, the woman faces the fate of spending her afterlife searching every pool of water, uh, looking for her murdered son. She does this by crying out for him. Now, a common element of this story is the cry of, Ay, mis hijos, or, oh, my children, in Spanish. Also, with this version, here... Um... No, you finish. Yeah, also with this version, hearing the wailing from nearby means the spirit is far away, and if the cry sounds far away, the ghost is nearby. If you come face to face with La Llorona, uh, you are sent to the afterlife, never to be seen again. She sends you to the shadow realm, Apparently. dude? <laughs> you activate her trap card, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, A fucking La Llorona... Uh, plays one card face down and ends her turn, dude? 
That's what it. Bro, it make you scared to do anything on your turn, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish Magic the Gathering had that. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I wish it was like place this card face down. Like it would be so funny. Fuck it, make up a house rule. Who fucking cares? <laughs> you gotta play your instance now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I just would like to make a comment. I guess. <sighs> It's also weird to me that most of these La Llorona's uh, are the ones who kill their children and then have to go looking for those children. It's like, I guess I get it, you know, it's sort of a Greek, like, Sisyphean sort of task, but also at the same time, um, shouldn't it be, like, if she got... I feel like the husband should kill the kids more often, is all I'm saying, in stories like this. Or the lover, or whatever. Like... You, you you want the more uh, the more discovery ID husband did it, <laughs> kinda yeah. I want it to be like like women women don't be killing their kids like that. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Like, does it happen? Yes, it happens. Everybody want to talk about Casey Anthony. We get it, but like, it, that was sensational because of how rare it is to happen. And, like, I don't know. I feel like, and even then, most of the times in history that you can point to, it's like, oh, yeah, it was either starve now. Like, the winter was coming. We were in the thick of it. We either die today or in six months or whatever. Like, um, and that, you know, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Ugh. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. I just feel like historically, uh, to be more accurate, and more maybe believable to me, uh, maybe this woman who, quote unquote, had an affair, um, her, you know, the 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 guy perhaps murders the kids, right? Because they have the kids have to be murdered. That's a that's key. That's it's, a key. That's a given. Yeah, that's um, that's literally like the that's whole the point. whole point. Yeah, and then she kills herself, and as you know, you know. Uh, christianity rules from back then you know because she committed suicide maybe or because she let her kids be killed or some equally ridiculous karmic bullshit thing then she's wandering the earth forever looking for them like she lost track of them and allowed them to get you know what i'm saying like Uh why why if she's the one who wanted them gone why is she also the one looking for them that doesn't make sense to me i don't know buyer's remorse or not buyer's remorse but sellers remorse Uh, well also so frequently the it's the condition for her to escape eternal ghostliness Uh, yeah i guess that i mean yeah i just don't understand the thing in the version that hearing the wailing from nearby means the spirit's far away and if the cry sounds far away the ghost is nearby so now you got this ghost playing fucking games uh well, it's just I can little hobbits. I can explain this perfectly. It's to make the ghost story scarier. Yeah. Because if you're, you know, you're you're at the campfire, you hear this story, it is much much more common to hear somebody scream far away than it is to hear somebody scream close by. Yeah. So, if if that night you know, someone out in the woods screams 
and they're very far away, you're now convinced that La Llorona is up your fucking ass. Just the way I like it. Yes. Uh, yep. Yes, Don. Yes. yes. Yet, <sighs> yet another ghost slash cryptid uh, that, that everybody wants to fuck. everyone would love to fuck. Uh, Mothman is mine, damn it. I'm going to start... What if I... What if I just real quick, just cheekily searched La Llorona Rule Thirty Four? Oh. oh, you're gonna sure. find it. I'm gonna. It's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start a whole a whole separate series called uh, Kilfs. Guilt ghosts you like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cryptids. Oh, cryptids kilfs. I'd like to fuck. Yeah, it's about to say because. It's it's just a one it's a one hundred bullet point <laughs> list and it's just all Mothman. Nah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yep. There is. Yeah. Yep. There's just like so much. <laughs> it's yep. So um. Wow, and they all have giant tits. It's <laughs> well, a- yeah. <laughs> Why? Because what's the point of not? Anybody? I mean, <laughs> bro. I don't want to get into this right now. Not Don saying, what's the point of fucking someone that doesn't have huge tits? I <laughs> I feel like I can't win in this conversation. No, no, so no it's fucked. Let's continue to move along. Oh, fuck me. All right. <laughs> You know how you know how you know how Outcast said big girls need love too? Well, it works the other way around. <laughs> this podcast is powered by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast or looking for the best home for your podcast? Check out all the amazing features Podbean offers with unlimited bandwidth and storage for an affordable price. That's right, unlimited. Visit www.podbean.com slash unlimited to check it out today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash unlimited. All right. So the next version is from Honduras. Uh, In that one, the children drown on their own while the woman's washing laundry. And with nobody to blame but herself, she takes her own life and spends her afterlife searching the water for her children while wailing. Ah, see, this okay, makes this a lot makes more, more sense. sense. To me. Yes, exactly. Unfinished business. Uh, Venezuela version says that La Llorona is said to be the spirit of a woman that dies of heartbreak after her children are murdered, either by her or her family, and that families can place a wooden cross <laughs> over their doors to ward her off. Sorry, I giggled at the wrong time That's there. All right. <laughs> I was just thinking of what the opposite of a big girl is, and I thought of Little Women. (laughs) Nice. So anyway, the last version is from Texas. So in Texas, it is said that she steals the souls of children, and if you see her, that someone close to you will die within a week. So she's also a ban not banshee, um, a hag, or yeah, the old hag. Outside of San Antonio, is that what? Yeah, the, is that what people say about yeah, hags? Um, it, it goes along with the uh, uh, shadow people legend. Uh, sometimes the shadow person resembles an old hag, and the old hag is supposed to be a, a portent, a portent of death, either for you or somebody you know. 
Ah. Um, now, outside see. of San Antonio, there is a creek aptly named, so fucking white American, Hollering Woman's Creek, or Hollering Woman Creek. Now, the story here is that a pioneer family was living near the creek, and they were attacked by Native Americans. Seeing this mother, or seeing this, the mother of the children leaving, living there, drowns them in the creek to save them from a worse fate. <laughs> oh my God. Her heartbreaking screams scare off her attackers. And then she then spends her time wandering the creek. Josh, I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, Don. Don just became German for half a second. He literally just went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just... Also, fuck you for this. <laughs> Fuck me for what? No, Not you, me, jo- I, Josh I, I sent Ruben a pal world oh. meme. <laughs> um, but yeah, her heartbreaking scream scares <laughs> off her attackers, and she then spends her time wandering the creek bank, sobbing and crying for her lost children. And her spirit returns to search for her children. So to save them, save her children from possibly being attacked by Native Americans, she just drowned them, as you do. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's a tragedy. Like, it's racist for sure. Yeah. But like, that's kind of the situation I'm talking about. Is like, yeah, you do hear of that. But generally, when you hear of that, it's like it was World War Two and the bombs were on the way. Like, you know, it's like panic. It's like, uh, uh like that one Stephen King novel that was turned into a mediocre movie. Uh, I was like, about to say, could them. you narrow that down um, just a bit? The, <laughs> the one where at the end it's like the, oh, there's the mist. Uh, it might literally it's, be called, it's called the mist, mist. and that yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a. Me- uh, that where movie at the was end, fucking amazing. Don't give me no mediocre bullshit on that one. That one was a good movie. That movie was fine, <laughs> um, but at the end, it like the you know how the uh, spoiler alerts for the mist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the dad like shoots the boy. With Bruce the... Willis was a ghost all along, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> um, he like shoots the kid with the last bullet uh, because the mist is killing everyone and they can't escape the mist. And then like ten seconds later, the military starts rolling through and everybody's yeah. fine again. Uh huh. Um, and that's the type of shit I'm talking about. It's like that situation of like I either take my kid out, sort quote unquote, you know, humanely now, mm-hmm. or. I allow the the fucking tear gas to turn on or something. You know what I mean? Like right, something huge, major. So, yeah, there was um, there was a story kind of like this in um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I I haven't watched it, but I want to. It's a really good uh, anthology movie because it's from the the, Coen the Brothers. collection of short stories. Yeah, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, we actually might have to watch the the first short story of it because it's it's fucking hilarious. Sure, I've um, heard it's very funny. <clears throat> it's really good. <clears throat> One of the short stories is there's like a caravan that's traveling, and there's like the rough and tough leader type of guy. Um, him and this woman go like out to do something, and they get uh like ambushed by Native Americans. And he gives her a gun, and she's like, I can't fight. And he's like, it's not to fight. If you see me go down, you shoot yourself. Mm-hmm. Because they're savages and yeah. Western racism. Yep. You know, r- like real bad. He gives her the whole thing. They'll yeah. uh, capture you. They're 
<clears throat> you into a sex slave, th- blah, blah, blah. Indians or yeah. Mexicans or the black man or yes. whatever other thing. Um, And he gets knocked down and manages to get back up and kill them all. Because they're never going to keep him down. Uh-huh. And then he goes back over. And she's killed herself. And she, she had shot herself because she saw him go down. Yeah, but he managed to get back up and finish the fight. And he's just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he has to like go back and tell the man that just got engaged to this woman. And Yep. I mean, the Coen brothers, they fucking got it, man. They yeah. got I mean, it. That's directly from a book of short stories. They didn't even really write it. I guess that's they true. Just, yeah. they, they are really, I guess, yeah. Color Brothers yeah, just we should talk ass, about the, dude. We, yeah, we should talk about the Color Brothers more often, <laughs> shit. Like, anyway. <laughs> so that... Yeah, no, that I... Yeah, no, go ahead, sorry. No, uh, that's that's pretty much the, that's the story. That's the story of La Llorona and the white woman or woman in white and the vanishing hitchhiker. There's... There's a um, similar story, myth, legend... Uh, a go a ghostly woman in white who lives in a well and yeah. throws plates at you. Um, Sick. That sounds like a like a twelfth generation Pokemon when they're really <laughs> out of ideas. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it because it is. It's like Asian. I don't know uh-huh. which one originally, but there's yeah. Chinese, you know, Korean and Japanese versions of it. You know, sure. Um, and then also for some reason, wherever the Witcher is from, the Slavic regions. Oh, um, yeah, that is Netherlands. Somewhere in the net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, where it's like this woman who was, um, like the house servant of, or engaged to be married to like a rich man. And she was cleaning plates and there were supposed to be ten plates, but they they hide one of the plates from her, such that she goes crazy and jumps down a well, or is killed and thrown into a well. Um, and she spends eternity throwing plates at people and counting up to nine because she can't hit ten. Oh, I was wrong. Actually, a uh, guy who wrote the original Witcher novels, Polish, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. sold the rights to them to uh, CD Projekt Red for like five grand. Wow. Yep. Not not like the full rights, but the right to make a make game. a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. he was like, "Well, that's fucking stupid. Whatever. I guess I'll just take my five grand and let you guys do this. Just keep it accurate to the books." Ultimately, I bet that did help him. Yeah, make more money off of oh, those books yeah. for sure. But at the same time, he could have been much better. But yeah. I just want to real quick because I know we tend to like <clears throat> laugh and be dismissive of stories like this from the context that they're told as true stories. But honestly, like it all is just storytelling. Mm -hmm. And Ruben and I talk all the time about how much we just love good storytelling. It's my special interest in, in all of its forms. So I do love and appreciate stories like this. I just hate when they're told as real stories. I, don't even I do mind when they're real, I mean I don't like, hate it hate is a strong word yeah, for how I feel about it I, I get mad when stories are not told well yes or interesting yeah you know where it because to me it feels like 
I guess not not mad. But uh, yeah, it is. It's mad when they get big. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, I get it, but there are better stories that are just as simple, but yeah. way more better, like better constructed. What what stuck out to me so much in this was just that last particular instance of the La Llorona, uh story, where we see um, a mercy killing. Yeah, causing a. Uh, a, a greater uh, a plot or uh, uh, just just that, that idea of a mercy killing being such a major part. And yeah. then we talked about like three other stories where mercy killings w- made for great storytelling yeah, in their own ways. And it's just, that's really interesting that we have that same concept of uh, a mercy killing being too late or too soon. Yeah. Uh, in so many different stories from so many different time periods. There's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think the reason I get so worked up about mm-hmm. horror and ghost stories is twofold. One, because it's always presented as if it's real. Yeah. Or as it's not even as if it's real. It's as if I assume it's real as well. Yeah. And then the second thing that I don't like is it's never well constructed or well thought out to be like plausible or interesting. It's always the same concepts rehashed over and over and over again. Yeah. And I understand why that happens culturally. And that's not a big problem. I think that's actually pretty interesting. I just feel like we could, we should be able to do it better by now. You know, yeah. we've had fucking Shakespeare and 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 uh, Charles Dickens, everybody in between, and like we should be better at it by now. We should be better at it as I like think a it's, it's the human accessibility race. to storytelling mediums. That makes there be so much yeah, bad storytelling. I agree. Know? And I don't even care that it's like bad storytelling is just practicing for good storytelling. Yeah. And that's fine. I just wish this practice wasn't so fucking popular. Right. I wish that it was, you know, like, like I just learned that the plot of that one movie where the grandparents are... Where it's essentially dementia, but a ghost story. The M. Night Shyamalan The visit. One? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and. Yes. I feel like M. Night Shyamalan is actually a great example of this but phenomenon. Those aren't your grandparents. Right. That's an excellent concept. Yeah. Kids have never met their grandparents. Mom drops them off. Is in a hurry. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and then you find out that, oops, that's not your grandparents. And nope. they're actually evil. Yep. And like. That's interesting, but that movie is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. I get mad because it's like you have a good concept, but you, your execution is always bad Like for this particular type of story. And I just don't get how... It can stay that way yeah, forever. Yeah, well, there's that one. I think it's, I think it's a Jacob Geller. Yes, that's uh, what I'm thinking of. Uh, excellent moments or perfect moments in bad movies 
I think is the title of that essay. It's the one where he's looking for one good thing in each oh, no, no, M. Night no, no. That, Shyamalan that movie. That one was uh, Jeff Yitt. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, Jeff yeah. I know, I know that's the video you're thinking of now, but I can't remember if it's Jacob Geller or if it's somebody else that has like a whole big collection of... Um, it just, is Jacob Geller. Yeah. Because he starts with the Sandman in from... very bad movies. Yeah, yeah, and the Sandman one is an incredible example. Yeah. But that's that's what it is, really. Is I just I just get frustrated when. So is this your way of telling me that I don't tell stories very well? Why? No, 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 no. These these were all perfectly well told. I didn't write this yeah. one. Uh, we're just we had talking a good time. This storytelling. I didn't write this now. one. Leanne did an amazing yeah, exactly. job. Well, yes, but you narrated, which makes Don. You I would not have done this fucking podcast for two and a half years with you. <laughs> If the, if you were bad at stories, I just wouldn't. Um, but it's it's we we all write scripts that are effectively storytelling. Yeah, it's just a different type. Yeah, and I, I and I think we're all okay enough at it that we have an audience of a few hundred people. So, right, you know, you know, we do we do all right. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's in the in the in the age of. The internet being so prevalent that children can code. Yeah. We should be better storytellers as humans. We're never going to stop doing it. No. We should get better on purpose as a people. I don't know. Japan has a great, as great, as far, as far as an example of that, of like, Maybe it is just because they have so much of a longer history of it yeah. that they have been able to find a, a style or three and kind of go with that, you know? In America, we're a conglomeration of a bunch of different cultural touchstones. So we yeah. haven't got a solid, like, cultural style yet. Right. Uh, but then, <clears throat> it's also that has become the American style. I would say you're not wrong, um, but I guess what I mean is just <laughs> Japanese's Japanese's what um, uh-huh. <laughs> Japanese Those. horror storytelling mm-hmm. has been similar for longer than the country of the um, of America has existed. Yeah, um, and much. S- much longer and some of their styles of horror storytelling have been around for just about that long and they're still popular uh you're definitely right we do have an american you know horror story specifically but also storytelling structure um but i would argue that we don't it's actually the european model that's true um and we have a we've got like a europe's little brother or maybe kid. I swear, man. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see if I can go sit in on some classes or something when we're if if we end up like outside Carbondale. Yeah. If you I can, can fucking. Go on, no, can I don't need the credits. Now I just classes. want the knowledge. I don't I mean, think you can go online now and that, find. Like, I don't fucking classes, care. Like don't legitimate colleges offering what? online classes that you can take. I mean, you'd have to pay a little fee or something, but. You can learn like college level writing classes or. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I have I. 
I always I want to be oh, the man. type of person who can live a modern life as if I'm a wizard in a fantasy novel. Yeah. As in, I want to live at a campus full of people who are like me, autistics, who I don't feed me good food. In fact, provide the ingredients and I'll cook it. I don't yeah. care. I'll clean it. I don't, whatever. I'll do the, I just want to live where there's a huge library of entertainment and knowledge and I just want to go every day and watch a cool anime or learn about, I don't know, some obscure math topic. It was just whatever I take my fancy that day. Yeah. That would be you so guys cool. are going to have to sign off this episode without me. And Ruben, okay. you're going to have to come hit the button when you guys finish. Because I have I'm to go to the here. bathroom like five minutes ago. Heard. I thought cancer. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess we're going right. to wrap it up then. Uh, bye, fuck cancer. Yeah. <laughs>